What's going on, guys? This is the 58 West King Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Tony. Today, I'm joined by my co-host, Matt Graham, and a very, very special guest, a guest who filled in for Adam Rank back in episode number 100. That is 100% true. That's 58 West King retiree, Hall of Fame member, Formula One fanboy, David Richter. How are you guys doing? Formula One IndyCar enthusiast. Mom, thanks. (laughs) It's very serious. Uh, No, happy to be here. We're doing good. We're doing good. Happy to have David on. He was way better than Adam Rank ever could have been on episode 100. The stars aligned perfectly for what set us up for another 40 episodes. So things, things are going well. Matt, how is that hot dog video coming along? Have you recorded that yet? I have not. Have you recorded the video of you putting an IPA down shotgun style? No, but I got another IPA. It's in my beer okay. fridge. Hopefully it doesn't uh, sit there for three weeks. I was at Costco yesterday. I was like, we need to get hot dogs. I was like, we don't need to get that many hot dogs. So I'm going to wait till I go to a grocery store where I can get smaller hot dogs in a smaller packaging. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? That's fair. Okay. I'm not the wiener eater I used to be. Well, I don't know about that. All right, David, I've got a quick question because this is something I've never had to live in fear of. What was it like all those years ago, not knowing when Matt or myself were going to bust through one of your guys' windows to play Halo or Gears of War or watch Lost? Uh, I, I was comfortable with it. Uh, you know, it was a me casa, su casa, we casa. I don't know what the saying is. It's not that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was good fun. I mean, I'm always down to, you know, get pounded in Halo and, and we did a lot of that. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't have any issues with it. I have a feeling the loofah is lingering, though. Any, any thoughts there? That was my next question. Um, <laughs> something I've been wanting to get to the bottom of for about a decade and a half now. Um, you know, we were, we were there for extended periods at times, and I took a shower or two in your guys' bathroom, took a couple dumps. Matt can probably speak to that. Anyways, there was only one loofah, no washcloths, no bars of soap, just one loofah and three of you living there. So, so you know, I'd like to plead the fifth, but I, I, don't, I don't think I can in this situation. I never used a loofah when I was uh, when I was 18, 19 years old. So I was I was purely a washcloth guy back then. Okay. Uh, so I, so I don't I don't know what was going on with that loofah. I don't know what it was used for. I don't know who used it, what it smelt like, what what was happening. You know, I do. I do remember you taking uh, many shits at my apartment. Uh, one mm-hmm. notably where you fell asleep uh, for many yeah. hours. So I don't know if taking a shit is actually a euphemism for falling asleep, but um you know, God help us. That's neither here nor there. That loofah. So it's a fill and a mo loofah. That's what you're saying. I think it's a fill and a mo loofah. I think. Okay. Yeah. I think it was like a heart locket at one point. I used it while I was there because I didn't have anything else. So oh. Do you think that's how you got hepatitis? I think so. That's what I'm trying to get to the bottom of. I'm trying to find the source. You got to the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> you got all the way to the bottom. <laughs> bottom of that loofah. Matt, so you're you're eating hot dogs as part of your challenge? I thought you were stuffing hot dogs, but not necessarily down your mouth. I got to eat three hot dogs in under a minute is what it oh. is. So I got to put three hot dogs down in a minute. I'm not a speed eater. I'm not Nate. I'm not the wiener eater that Nate is. Um, mm-hmm. But um, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to try not to gag. I've seen some like tricks where you like, flick yourself on the forehead, and that's supposed to help you with the gag reflex. TikTok crazy out there. These kids are finding cheat codes to life. It's it's on TikTok for sure. Yeah, we're gonna move on. I'm gonna incriminate myself, so we're gonna keep it moving. <laughs> I just wanted to suggest maybe getting like the sausages that are linked together. You know, whole oh, cartoon uh, style. So yeah, yeah. Then uh, then then Dewey Cox, aka David Richter, <laughs> will finally have the co-host job that opens up after I choke on three sausages. That's what this is. This is really an interview. This is a coup for David. This is a coup. Yeah. All right, on tap for today, we have a divisional round preview and the debut of our newest segment, David's Racing Corner. We'll explain that one. But first, Matt, how did we fare last week in the wild card round? That's a good question. <laughs> you didn't get that ready? No, I didn't. I didn't even write it down. I thought you wrote it down. I actually listened to the episode. I just listened to the episode. Matt, I got to give you props. You, uh, you called the Buffalo blowout, um, which I think a lot of people are afraid to do, so... We were the same on everything but the spread. You won because I chose the Eagles to cover, and you chose the Eagles to get blown out, and they got blown out. They got, they got blown out, demolished by Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like Tom Brady is just so unexciting as he throws, and put his team puts up thirty five fucking points. Like it is, yeah. it is the exact opposite. Joe Burrow looked ten times more exciting, scored fourteen points less. All right, so what's the punishment there? 
There's a punishment. Six hot dogs? Two minutes? What am I doing here? Let me just do a whole <laughs> bag of hot dogs in two minutes. Call it good. I don't know. Put it on Twitter. <laughs> let the let the people vote. Don't how about we change up the options and because that's an obvious one people okay. are gonna select. You can't go like here are the options. Have Matt drink a beer. Have Matt put his head on a All pillow. Right. Have Matt get kicked in the nuts by 15 kids. I wonder what everyone's <laughs> gonna vote for. All right, David, what's his punishment? You're a neutral third party here. I think he's gotta lick the white dog. That's a fair no, punishment. No, it's not. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll get that on social media. We'll we'll collaborate afterwards and figure out two or three good options, and we'll put that up. So we'll have that one ready with my IPA. So there's two Matt's hot dogs. So we'll have the three. I swear these are coming. It'll be point. the next episode. We'll just get the third one in. I'll do two of them, and we'll link them in together. Okay, that sounds good. Make him uh, do the never-ending postables at uh, Olive Garden. See how much uh, heartburn you get. Oh, no, don't challenge me to that. (laughs) Please don't do that. He's winking at the camera right now as he says that. Love Olive Garden. All right, moving on now to our divisional round preview. We've got four matchups here, and we'll start in the AFC with the number four seed Bengals going to the number one seed Titans. You're Titans, David. Titans are currently favored by three and a half. Over under is at 47. The Bengals are coming off their first playoff win in over 30 years. Mark Schlereth, be damned. And the Titans get King Henry back. They're coming off the bye. Julio and AJ Brown appear healthy. Let's hear your thoughts. Oh, man. This one. This one's tough. Love the Bengals. I like the spot they're in. You know, obviously, I probably have a bit rosier outlook on how the Titans are going to fare. Not only this week, but in the playoffs going forward. I don't think it's going to be pretty. I don't think we ever do anything right, 100%. Yeah, I'll take the Tennessee Titans in this one. I will also take the under as part of my uh, my uh, other because I, I, I don't see much happening in this game to be honest I think the Titans are going to try and grind it out I think it's going to yep. be something like 24-20-2017 something like that. Matt what do you got? So I feel like you either have to take Tennessee in the under or Bengals in the over I feel like that's that's kind of how I've been looking at it. I wanted to go Tennessee I did and then there's this Janoris Jenkins injury news that he might not play or even if he does he might not be 100% and that corner group's already going to be outmatched by that receiving core. I'm going Bengals. I'm going Bengals to win. And nice. I'm going in the over. I don't want to do it. I like the Titans. And honestly, if Derrick Henry's back, 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 like Cam Akers back, this is a mute point. They'll probably win the game. But if he's just even a little bit off and that Tennessee defense struggles as much as I expect them to with Joey B, going to have to take the Bengals. Joey B. Joey B golfing next week. The Titans... They rank number two in time of possession and number five in rushing in 2021. That was without Derrick Henry for much of the season. I think this is quite the step up from the Raiders for the Bengals. Plus, it's on the road. Bengals are likely going to have some some success through the air, but if the Titans do what they do best and chew clock, as David mentioned, uh, they're going to keep that Cincy defense on the field for long stretches and, more importantly, the offense off the field. And I think this one's going to get out of hand pretty quick if that's how it goes. Give me the Titans. Next up, we've got the number six seed 49ers going to the number one seed Packers at Lambeau Field. Packers are favored by four and a half. Over under is at 47.5. Aaron Rodgers has not beaten the 49ers in the playoffs, and he is six and six overall against San Fran. We've seen a couple of firsts in these playoffs. Joe Burrow getting his first playoff win, helping Cincinnati get their first playoff win in over 30 years. Matt Stafford winning his first playoff game. Is this the year Rodgers gets his first W against San Francisco in the playoffs? I'm going to go with a uh, a no on that one. Ooh, no. If I kind of slunk out or bitched out of the uh, Tennessee spread, I'm uh, I'm actually taking the San Francisco money line in this one. I think they pull the upset again. I think there was a lot of hype before the Cowboys game. As soon as the Cowboys drew the Niners, I was like, oh, God, that's the one team you don't want to see. I don't, I don't love Shanahan. I don't love Garoppolo, but I like physical, athletic teams uh, that can run the ball in the playoffs. So... You know, I'm not shocked at the Cowboys. I didn't pick the Niners because I, I was going contrarian on my own pick. It was very strange and confusing, but I regret it. And um, I don't believe in the Niners, but I definitely don't believe in the Packers. And I don't like Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he's the MVP. They've had one, maybe two impressive wins all year. Uh, the one I can recall is Arizona on Monday night. We watched that game together, Tony, if you remember. Um, that was a shocker. But they've they've let trash teams hang around. They've let backup quarterbacks hang around. I know it's in Green Bay. I know they've got the running attack. I know Devontae Adams is there. 
but I'm going with the Niners. I don't I don't want to see Green Bay get any further. And, you know, Aaron's Aaron's going to Aaron. He's he's going to wash out of the playoffs before he should. Well, yeah, spicy, spicy, spicy. <laughs> so, no, I I dislike Aaron Rodgers. I think Brady's probably should be the MVP based on usage and a lot of other numbers um, that have been well detailed by more intelligent people on the podcast. So I'm not going to go into that whole tirade. What I will say is I have the Packers winning. It's in Lambeau. It's going to be cold. Jimmy G's got a finger slash shoulder issue going on. Maybe he's 100%. Maybe he's not. I don't know. I just think Aaron Rodgers is going to hang up four touchdowns on the Niners. And they're going to end up winning this game. So I am taking the Green Bay Packers. And a cover. Yeah, Green Bay gave up 4.7 yards per carry in the regular season. I know you don't like regular season stats, David, but just give me a minute here. Third worst in the NFL. San Fran wants to run the ball. And if the Niners can play a perfect game, this is how they're going to beat Green Bay. It's been their formula all season. It was their formula a couple years ago when they made the Super Bowl. And it had Dallas on the field for long stretches in that wild card matchup. Given all of that, I'm going to go out on a limb here and predict that the Packers don't make as many mistakes as Dallas. And they're going to walk away with a W. Give me Green Bay. Mike McCarthy's not there anymore. All right? One other fun note, though. The the entire season this year, the Niners only let two quarterbacks throw over 275 yards on them. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was one of those quarterbacks. Yeah, this feels like the San Francisco team that kind of made a run a couple years ago. But this doesn't feel like the normal, typical Green Bay team. They feel a little more in tune. They feel like a better team. And I believe they're getting Jair Alexander. And Bakhtiari. And Bakhtiari. All three of them. Yeah. Everyone's coming back, so that's a plus for Green Bay. But I like that we're on opposing ends. In our third matchup, we've got the number four Rams traveling to the number two Bucks. The Bucks are favored by a field goal. This over-under is at 48. Tampa comes into this matchup limping, to put it lightly. They're out all of their receivers, sans Mike Evans. They're banged up on the offensive line with Wirfs and Jensen both leaving their wildcard matchup with Philly. And the defense, they're still trying to get healthy. What do you got, David? Well... This is one of those occasions that I, you know, frequently step in to a pile of crap and end up <laughs> hating myself because I am going to bet against Tom Brady. He's in a bad spot. I mean, how do you beat Tom Brady? Pressure up the middle. You make him uncomfortable. He's old as yeah. hell. He doesn't look it. But I mean, the Rams have the antidote to this rash that I've had for two decades. <laughs> uh, and I think the Rams are going to take it down. I think they'll cover. I think they'll win. So, yeah, give me the Rams. I don't love the Rams. I love the personnel. I think they play down to their competition at times. But, I mean, the pieces are there. Tampa Bay's hurting. I don't care that it's in Tampa Bay. Um, You know, those cannons aren't going off. Tampa Bay's hurting offensively. Obviously, there's some question marks at offensive line. Two of their best offensive linemen are questionable, hoping that they play, or Tom Brady's hoping that they play, obviously. Um, But defensively, they're getting Murphy Bunting back, which should solidify that defense and specifically that secondary that's been kind of piecemeal all season i got mm-hmm. the bucks to cover and to win again i think tom brady has been boring as hell and efficient as hell get pressure up the middle but if the ball is out of his hands by the time he takes a second step back it's not really make a difference and i think we get playoff lenny back this week which should be very exciting for the leonard fournette fans in here me uh, <laughs> just me it's only me um, <laughs> but i got the bucks i got the bucks taking down your rams i'm sorry i know you're gonna take the rams i'll be on the island over here and i'm fine with it yeah, Tampa, they are 8-1 and one at home this season, and they've had little issue moving the ball, even against the Rams uh, back in Week 3. They compiled 446 yards there without any semblance of a rushing game. It was their defense in that matchup that let them down. As you mentioned, they're getting some pieces back. I think if they're able to play defense the way they did against Philly last week, which is reasonable enough given the defensive front, I think Tampa will be able to win this game. I'm going with the Bucks because I know Brady. He's on a different level than Matt Stafford. I'm not blind, and this may or may not be uh, reverse jinx. This is so 100 I'm willing to take the hit. I'm willing to take the hit on it's this It's 100% a reverse jinx. This is classic. So I thought you were going to do the classic Tony thing where you build all these stats to explain why you shouldn't go the way you're going, and then you go the way other way anyway. Mm-hmm. But no? All right. Fair enough. You get the bucks. Cool. Yeah. I love that I came onto this podcast just to tell America and Poland that I think Matt Stafford is going to beat Tom Brady in a playoff game like an idiot. So I can't wait to be back. <laughs> You're going to look like a genius, though, when that actually happens. Like a genius. It's definitely not going to happen, Matt. All right. <laughs> All right. Finally, the number three Bills go to Arrowhead to take on the number two Chiefs. The Chiefs are favored by two and a half. Over under is at 54.5. The Bills are coming off a 47 to 17 blowout win over the New England Patriots. A little applause there for David. 
The Chiefs also have some momentum, blowing out the Steelers last week, and they won 38-24 in the AFC Championship game last season against Josh Allen and the Bills. So this matchup has the big names, has the firepower, and it has a lot of intrigue. What do you guys got? Thank you so much, Buffalo, for that treat (laughs) that was that football game against the Patriots last week because I have been Mm. screaming into the void about the Patriots with a sandwich board in Times Square saying the end is nigh, and I've bet against them, and I've lost a lot of money, and to see them just give up seven touchdowns on seven drives was just magical. America needed that. (laughs) Having said that, the discourse and the conversation about the Bills and Josh Allen, it's as if we forgot that they were trash eight weeks ago. You know, people overreacting to their skid, people overreacting to uh, them beating a much overmatched Patriots team in Buffalo. I don't love how Casey's operating right now, but they just have, they have too many tools. They have too many weapons. And I'm taking Casey in this one. Patrick Mahomes is is still, you know, the, the current most talented, you know, player to me. People want to anoint Josh Allen. I'm not there yet. I think they're very similar and can do just insane things. But I'm taking Casey and I'll lay the two and a half. Um, I don't have an, have an issue with that. Matt? So this is the, I mean, this might end up being the most entertaining game of the entire postseason including future games, AFC, NFC Championship, and Super Bowls that haven't yet to be played, uh, just based on who's playing. Bills, Kansas City. You did forget to mention when you were running down those those scores, Tony, when the Bills played the Chiefs earlier in the season in Kansas City. What was that score? Now, me and David, we don't like regular season stats. Those aren't for us. Got it. Uh, Bills won that one handily. And I have the Bills going into Kansas City in the playoffs, in the divisional round, pulling the upset, and obviously, I have the wow. over. The over is my other, my fifth pick of this weekend. But I have the Bills winning. I got Josh Allen continuing to do what Josh Allen has been doing. And I, I think just lay it all on the line. Run 25 times, even if it's a four yards a clip. It's just, I think they'll have a good run game with Singletary and Allen and then hit enough big plays over the middle to keep it. It's going to be a shootout for sure. Um, but I, I lean towards the Bills' defense being better than Kansas City's defense and therefore stopping, slowing down the Kansas City offense a little bit a little a bit a little bit all right Sim- simmer down Matt the Bills did beat the Chiefs 38 to 20 I have it right here <laughs> earlier in the season they definitely played well in that game but that was behind four turnovers and Kansas City has since cleaned up their game on offense and defense if they keep the turnovers under control they're gonna win this game the Chiefs are you know both offenses they've been dominant as of late I just like Andy Reid and I like Patrick Mahomes over Brian Dayball and Josh Allen on the road at Arrowhead. You know, Patrick Mahomes has the arm. Josh Allen probably has the advantage with his legs. But that being said, give me the Chiefs at Arrowhead. And I'm taking the over in this one. Nice. I will say, uh, if we want to talk about regular season, I mean, the Bills had an amazing postseason victory against the the Patriots. They beat the Chiefs 10 weeks ago, 12 weeks ago. I mean, ancient history, right? They have, I believe, the number one passing defense in the NFL. But if you look at their schedule... They didn't play any passing offenses. They, they're they in the AFC East. There's not a passing offense to be found. I just think at this point with Casey getting back in the flow, there's just going to be too much for them. I think Kelsey's just going to walk all over them. Um, and if Tyree kills, you know, close to 100%, I, it's mm-hmm. just, there's no way they're going to stop him. We've mentioned the level of quarterback play that they face and how the defensive numbers for them, their passing defensive numbers, are a little bit inflated. And they'd also, they also don't have Tredavious White. So I think they're, I think that might be a little misleading for sure. We'll see. Looking at these picks here, if Richter Domus is right on all these, that is the worst case scenario for you, Tony. That puts the 49ers playing the Los Angeles Rams in LA mm. for the NFC Championship game. We already know how that's going to go. Niners are going to the Super Bowl. It doesn't matter because the Rams aren't getting past the Bucks, obviously. <laughs> Just <laughs> all right. So, so what? What's our wager here? What's the loser doing? So we got three going. Only one person's going to suffer from the punishment. What are they doing? We'll agree on it right now, right here. Right now, something fairly vanilla, because this is going to be an every week thing for Matt and myself. Chug a whole bottle of vanilla extract. This is as vanilla as it can get. Just oh, my God. Me. No. That sounds horrible. <laughs> Don't do that. Have you had a little bit of vanilla extract? A little bit That's is terrible. terrible. Uh, I think the loser would have to wax uh, around their around one of their nipples. Down. On camera? Yeah. All right. I have wax. Charlotte has like a little wax warmer thing here, so we don't have any. We'll get some, or I'll melt a candle down. We'll figure it out. And my, I don't know about your nipples. Mine are very hairy. 
Very large. I've got Hariolas. This 100%. is great. This is great, David. I've got minimal, so. <laughs> last place, or does the whoever does the best chooses? Nah, just last place. Just last place. We have enough. Yeah, enough disagreement between the groups of us where we should be good. Actually, no, we don't because we're almost two and two, so we could tie. We could straight tie all the way across. It's very possible. Well, if two people lose and tie, both of them do it. I like that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I've Huzzah! got two underdog money line picks. I sure do. Out there. <laughs> you sure do. I have two underdog money line picks as well. I have the Bills and the Bengals. Wow, you went, you took all favorites, Tony. Fucking boring. You <laughs> red tidy whitey son of a bitch. I mean, one was a reverse jinx, obviously. Okay. All right. Oh, no. Well, now it's not. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that does it for our divisional round preview. Let's go ahead and move on now to our next segment. Welcome to our newest segment. Still got that new segment smell and all that. This is David's Racing Corner. With guest host, David Richter. Take it away, David. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate the intro. Very generous. Yeah, standing here at David's Racing Corner, which used to be, I believe, Nate's Controversy Corner or something like that, but we we kicked him out. He doesn't pay rent, so. That's right. Evicted. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so what do we have this week? We've got top five racing driver names of all time chosen by none other than yours truly do you guys have any racing drivers that you would like to share no i I definitely have at least i have at least one a good one the best probably number one on your list quiet before (laughs) censoring that before we get into it david why don't you speak to your racing fandom because i did not know this until recently that you were such a fan of formula one and a couple other series yeah uh i mean you know I, i followed nascar you know, I had family members who were into it. We attended a NASCAR race at one point, uh, Tony and I, through an organization we were with in uh, community college, if anybody cares to know. That's Fontana, right? Yeah, it was great. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm not super big into NASCAR, but I, I have some basic knowledge about it. Um, but yeah, 2019, uh, found F1 through the Netflix documentary, Drive to Survive. Highly recommend it if you haven't seen it. It might suck you so in. Good. It might turn you into a motorsports fanatic like it has me. I do not recommend that path. It might turn you It's <laughs> long and hard. Uh, the drivers, yeah, speaking of long and hard, <laughs> very nice. Uh, very nice indeed. Uh, but yeah, I've been a, been a big F1 enthusiast, fan, whatever you want to call it, uh, since 2019. It's great. I mean, it's it's probably my most beloved sport at this, at this point. You know, never too late to, to change your stripes here. Um, and yeah, I've just recently got into IndyCar. IndyCar is, you know, mm. kind of its own bag of tricks. Uh, similar to F1, but uh, a little crunchier, but definitely very enjoyable. So um, yeah, I'm motorsports guy now. I don't, I don't know how it happened, but <laughs> here I am. No one knows how it happened, but it's provocative. <laughs> Gets the people going. Thank you. All right. Well, let's kick this list off, shall we? We're going to start with a household name for some, if you're... Uh, I don't know. You live in the South or Appalachia, maybe. But this is going to be a NASCAR driver. And yeah, I, I have to say, the five names that I put together, I think I'm really happy with four of them. This name, I'm, I'm very happy with as well. But there were some really good contenders that just didn't quite make it. Uh, but number five is going to Bobby Labonte. Uh, just love how it rolls off the tongue. A lot of B's. Got some twang in yeah. there. You know, he's a NASCAR driver. Uh, he's got a yeah, I think he's a brother, Terry Labonte. Yeah, not, not to be confused with Terry Labonte. He drove the Kellogg's number five, I believe, back in the day. That a boy. I didn't know that that was Terry, but I do remember that Kellogg's car. Yeah, I think uh, Bobby drove like the Interstate number eighteen, maybe. Am I? Is that correct? Wow. I mean, which whose racing corner is this, really? <laughs> <laughs> I dude, I, I grew up a huge NASCAR fan. I stopped watching shortly after uh, Dale Earnhardt Sr. tragically died. R.I.P. Yeah, definitely have a lot of. I'd say 90s knowledge of the NASCAR drivers and a history. Impressive. Most impressive. All right. So that covers number five. Moving on to number four, uh, we head over to the IndyCar circuit, and that would be Australian driver Will Power. 
This guy's name is literally Will Hour, <laughs> and uh, that sucks for him, but it's great for us. So uh, he makes the list at number four. That's an alpha move, having Power as your last name. So it doesn't suck for him. If I my research serves me correct, he wrote an autobiography titled The Sheer Force of Will Power. <laughs> oh, so, wow. That's a good fantasy novel. Yeah, The Sheer Force of Will Power. So he, he leans into it. Uh, I don't know him personally, but it sounds like Will Power's on board with his name being Will Power. Top five easy. Yeah, good. Well done. A f- fun fact about Will Will Power, I, I believe he's won an IndyCar championship. He's a highly respected driver. I'm new to the sport. My friends who watch F1 and watch IndyCar are new to the sport. We don't really like willpower. I don't know what it is. We just don't like him. We don't like his stupid face. We don't like anything about him. He's probably fine, but uh, shout right. out to Amelia. Uh, she hates willpower too. All right, I'm going to Google his face because I do not recall what this dude looks like. He's handsome. I mean, the jawline. I mean, the nose and the blue eyes. How can you hate that face? He's it's, handsome. It's quite random. I think, it's, I think it stems from the name. I think we think that his name is, uh, you know... Maybe not even his given name. It might actually just be some... Uh... All right. Three things. He's got a phenomenal jawline. His he hair, does. it's great. He's got like a little comb over thing going. Kind of like mm-hmm. Matt and myself. Three, one of the images that popped... If you just type in Will Power in Google, it's just him flipping off the camera <laughs> in a Verizon uh, flame retardant suit. That's phenomenal. I like the guy. Don't know him. Don't know much about him. But this seems like another easy one in the top five. Well... We're mortal enemies now, so I'm glad we <laughs> glad we covered that. <laughs> no, he, he's fine. Shout out to Will Power. You're you're welcome on the podcast any anytime. Anytime. Number three, we're moving on to I believe this driver, uh, multiple categories. Um, I saw him as a as a an F1 driver as well. Uh, I think in the early 2000s or somewhere around there. That would be Scott Speed, another uh, hilarious name for a driver. I don't think he won much. So the, the name is a little bit unfortunate, but um, yeah, American Driver, F1, uh, shout out to Scott Speed. Yeah, you knew what you were destined to do from you know the womb, so props to you. He raced at the Long Beach Long Beach Pre, E-Pre, so I'm assuming that might be where you, uh, you saw him, because uh, you went to school in Long Beach, so I think it was about that time frame. Now Google says he was the uh, first American driver to race in Formula One. It's Michael Andretti back in 1993. So he has my vote. USA! 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 Very patriotic. Shout out to Haas Racing, the uh, the only U.S. racing team in F1 currently. Decked out in Russia colors. So that's a fun fact. I, I watched, uh, the I don't know what season, maybe season two of the Formula One uh, series on Netflix. And it made them seem so poor. Like they were like collecting cans on the side of some highway in Europe. In, in Europe, I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Look at that Italian. Yeah. Look at those rich bastards from, yeah. from Italy. Yeah, they're ordering food for the team off the dollar menu. These poor third world Americans racing in a Formula One. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they have a rough go of it. This year was a rough go. Last year was a rough go. Next year, probably more of the same. Not great. All right. Well, moving off of Haas, and moving on to number two on my list is going to be none other than Helmut Marko. Uh, he is an Austrian driver. He is currently a special advisor to Red Bull Racing Formula One team. Uh, he is a giant a-hole. He is an old, crotchety jerk. And even as a Red Bull and Max Verstappen fan, I cannot stand him. But his name is amazing. His name is Helmut Marko. It sounds like something you would do with your nether region. <laughs> I'm sure you can imagine. And uh, that's why he's making uh, number two on this list of top driver names in motorsport. Yeah, to use it in a sentence, it's like, oh man, I had a long day at work, worked worked nine hours, went home, gave myself the old at Marco, and went right to bed. So, so yeah, I could definitely see where that's uh, work rated. We're starting it now. Marco is when you have an uncircumcised penis and you give yourself bleep it all out. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I'm looking at images of this dude because I was not familiar with the name. Great name. Phenomenal name, but like some of the images <laughs> on Google, if you just type it in, he looks like Professor Slughorn from Half-Blood Prince and subsequent Harry Potter movies. Like he looks like a douchebag who trained Voldemort. And I assume that's what he did. He said he was an a-hole. He looks like an a-hole. So I'm definitely judging a book by its cover here. Uh, hold on. Yeah, hold- he definitely looks like time. I got I to gotta take this back. I just 
scrolled down and saw a picture of him from 1972. His hair is phenomenal. Good God. And if you guys listening know anything about me, it's that I am, I'm a sucker for dudes with good hair. This dude used to have good hair. So I think I'm on board with helmet. Don't put a helmet on that head of hair. (laughs) Yeah. I'm looking at an old photo of him as well. And he definitely looks like he just dropped out of Dr. No or some old James Bond movie as the, uh, the main villain. Like he definitely owns sharks with laser beams. (laughs) hundred percent. Yeah. I like it. Uh, God rest his soul whenever he does die. (laughs) Wait, is is he still alive? (laughs) He's alive. He's alive. Are you kidding me? I'm looking at a picture of him from like three years ago. He looks like he's been dead for two years. (laughs) He's got a Crypt Keeper vibe for sure. They're pouring Red Bull down his throat faster than his heart can stop. So (laughs) That's smart. He's like the Red Bull Bane or something. I don't know. (laughs) All right. Moving on to the top spot. And who else could it possibly be? Got a hankering suspicion who this number one's going to be. Dale Earnhardt. No, it is, in <laughs> fact, the man, the myth, the dick trickle. Yes. NASCAR legend. I don't know if he ever won anything. I did look up some facts about him, and he did meet an unfortunate demise in uh, about a decade ago. Uh, he took his own life. It was a very sad thing. So, you know, RIP dick trickle. You didn't have to do it. You got an absolute goat of a name. RIP. You will be missed. Yeah, there's there's few people in this world whose name is is uh, a synonym for uh, venereal disease. It was gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder what was going on with him in his life that would make him do what he did. Very unfortunate. Well, he's gonorrhea now, so. That's <laughs> <laughs> the joke. That's the joke of the century. <laughs> he's gonorrhea now. <sighs> That's good. You guys blame this on him, but his parents, when he was born, they were faced with a decision. They could have named him William. They could have named him Anthony, Matthew, David. No. They named him Richard. And he he went on into his professional NASCAR career and opted to go with Dick. Dick Trickle. And I didn't come prepared with any other names, David, for this little segment, because that was the only one I could think of when I was doing some research. And so I, I agree with you 100%. This is the top driver name of all time. And I'm, I just Googled his achievements because I was just curious like if he was a successful driver. He's considered America's most winningest driver with an estimated huh. 1,200 career wins across all the series that he competed in. And he raced till he was old. Like He was in NASCAR finishing in the 40s like pretty regularly in his 60s maybe. I don't know, 70. He was, he was up there. So I came up with some other names. Believe it or not, there are two other racers with the similar first name, the same first name as Mr. Trickle. The first one is Dick Passwater. Um, Very similar last name. Actually. Don't know <laughs> what he. Maybe he uh, his um, prostate is in better shape than Mr. Trickle's. However, so Dick Passwater's one, and there's another one, a British driver who drove for Nazi Germany in the Grand Prix in the 30s, and his name is Dick Seaman. Another. C-man, S-E-A-M-A-N, as opposed to uh, So yeah, just, um, you know, Dick Trickle was just continuing the long, <laughs> illustrious, you know, tradition of drivers whose name's Dick. What What's the name of the driver in Days of Thunder? Was it Cole Trickle? I don't know. Tom Cruise's name, driver name in that movie. It's a good movie. I appreciate Matt's enthusiastic research into the topic. His name was Cole Trickle. <laughs> Especially since um, it seems like you did most of your research typing into the search bar on Pornhub. So props <laughs> to you. I mean, <laughs> two birds, one stone. Efficiency is huge. It's true. <laughs> Very important in, in life. So and part of being an adult is time management. Time and management. I commend you. Yeah, it's a tax write-off. It's a tax write-off if I, if I use it for research for a podcast that we're getting paid to do. Right, Tony? <laughs> right. We operate at a, at a loss in the red. My uh, tax guy, real, real whiz with this stuff. I mean, he is phenomenal. It's me. It's me and H&R Block's website. And we do a very good job of, of writing off all the... T- F- the FCC listens to this. Time. I'm for sure getting on it. <laughs> it's not good. We've had 22 different guests on. I keep track. And we have 22 dependents. Our tax uh, <laughs> returns are massive. There's, I really, you know, I'm glad that our guests don't read the fine print when they uh, fill out the paperwork to get on the spot. And they don't ask why their social security number is one of those things that's uh, required. But hey, you know, just out here uh, grabbing the bull by the horns. Sorry, David. What up? 
Nate. Oh, oh my goodness. Welcome to the podcast. We just had a corner. We just occupied oh, your corner temporarily. God. Is he over here? Is he hyping up Max again? Jesus Christ. Such a d- You're the worst. You're the worst. Max Verstappen, the worst. Oh, yeah. He's All terrible. Day, baby. And a, he's a cheap driver. I don't have a driver. I just. <laughs> I just watched like two F1 <laughs> races and then I watched the last one of the season where Max ended up winning and I was like, nah. Hold on. Are you, did That's you do bonkers. sports gambling on Formula One? Is that what that is? Uh, yeah. You just bet two drivers, bro. <laughs> so <laughs> Nate might not have a driver, but he definitely Pretty has easy. a trickle. So uh, definitely. <laughs> this was uh, this segment. We're wrapping it up now, but this was top five uh, driver names of all time. Trickle was number one, obviously. Wait, are you guys drafting over here? No, it was not a draft. No, we did not do a draft. Calm down. You did a. All right. This was David. <laughs> David's list. Oh, OK, I was like, oh, you guys just did your own personal top five lists, but it wasn't a draft. <laughs> no, it was David's list. We threw in a couple that we had heard elsewhere and that was it. There was no drafting. Hey, the terms of the truce stay in place. OK, that's cool. So here I do have a question. Right. And this one's for uh, Dewey Cox down there in the in the bottom corner. <laughs> right. Um. So one, Tony was right. I was going to come in here and spy on stuff and I was going to listen to what was going to happen. So, uh, (laughs) so I came in to put up my own little thing or whatever, get it set up. And then I noticed some of the past stuff. I was like, oh, here, David test, right? Which was Tony's way of getting me to go click on it, which means you guys already had a conversation and he said, I'm going to hit record and then boom, boom, boom. I'm not dumb, right? In that, Tony said, and Tony, you should clip this. And if you need the recording, I got it recorded on mine because I'm actually making a piece of social content for that right now. So he's going to come in here and he's going to look at this. So do you have a message that you want to say? I won't even tell him it's in here. He's just going to stumble upon it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm on the spot. Nate, I'm calling my shots right now. I'm about to whoop your ass in bowling here in about 30 minutes. Oh, shit. He got the confirmation from Dewey Cox down there. Of yeah, you dude, you're actually pretty good at bowling. You you could probably take them, right? Tony, why don't you let the fans and you know, not Adam Rank because he's not listening to this, right? He probably should have been here, but he stood you guys <laughs> up again. But uh, that, <laughs> why don't you tell the audience uh, what ended up happening? So uh, the budgets across DOD installations right now it's it's kind of dwindling. You know, COVID. What the snack bar was closed, right? They weren't selling beer. Uh, they weren't selling nachos. Terrible. And so the wax on the lanes, it just was, it was lacking. This wasn't like a Brunswick bowling alley where you have that normal spin, you know, it's going to go hit the center. You're going to knock out, knock out eight to 10 pins. Uh, you know, none of that was happening. This bowling alley was just run down. You know, my balls, they were just all over the place. No, no consistency in the lane. So I, I, I demand that we have a formal rematch at a more appropriate bowling alley because I lost both games by a lot. What were the scores? <laughs> it wasn't a lot, but I lost both of them. Yeah, it wasn't a lot. So All right, 10, 15, 30 pins. Is there anybody on this podcast that you've beaten in a competition recently? I don't think so. No, no, <laughs> no. He He's winning at being the worst. Consistency is tell key, you that. kids. I did watch a full Madden match uh, through StreamYard also with the Cleveland Clowns and the Philadelphia Eagles. That was f-ing terrible. I'll sma- I need to get Madden because I'm about to start smashing people. I I'm so bad. Oh, I'm so bad God. at Madden. I just getting back into it, man. I held him to zero points. First two offensive plays are touchdowns, and they're just mm-hmm. stretch runs. It was one raining. to the right for the Browns, one to the left for Philly. <laughs> Kenneth Gainwell's faster than you think he is. Why are you holding a trophy up? <laughs> is that the new one? I'm just gonna remind you. you got like why is the sack nah, holding this is, the taco uh, court? trophy taco corp fantasy football league 20 of course in taco corp we get individual trophies for each year that you win so it's pretty dope backside has your winning roster from championship week that's pretty cool i never even got to take a picture with the trophy the year i won it's it's a picture what are you talking about oh that's right that's right that was when i was um just had a tan (laughs) (laughs) david took a picture with it as well what are you talking about Nate, i've never seen you this unput together before on a podcast (laughs) you're wearing like yeah. We're in a Disneyland, <laughs> like a sweater. Disneyland sweater. It's beautiful. Your hair's not done. Your beard looks crazy. You wear basketball shorts. <laughs> you just uh my hair, my hair, I'm growing it out. So I'm trying to like see what I want to do with it. That's why I'm messing with it. Beard's growing in. You got a real 75 to 80 serial killer look going on right now that I respect. Oh yeah. The eyes are intense. I'm killing feelings, killing souls. I got reminders set on Twitter to remind me, remind me tomorrow that Tony's still a hoe. Um, <laughs> all kinds of stuff going on, I, man. We're making impacts. Listen, 
Nate has fully embraced the Colorado lifestyle. He wears a beanie during the day. He drinks craft beer. I almost wore a beanie. I thought it looked weird. It's over there in my bathroom. (laughs) But Nate, we bet on some stuff. You want to join this competition? We got five picks. I can read them off to you right now. Yeah. All right. Who are you taking? Titans or Bengals? Bengals. Over, under there. You don't have to take all these over, unders, just one of them. Over, unders at 47. Do you want to touch that? Over. Over. Okay. Packers, 4.5. Packers. No, that's that should be like seven and a half. Okay, it may have changed. These are from a couple days ago. No, no, no. I'm saying it should be it should be at seven and a half. I bet it at five and a half. It went up to six, and it's come back down to the Niner side. No, Packers are running a train on those guys. Okay, Matt, you writing this down? I'm on it. Over unders at forty seven point five. He only has to pick one over under. Don't make him pick one for every game. I'll pick it for all of them. Oh over. shit. Okay. Uh, Bucks. They're they got a field goal at home. Over under forty eight. Yep. They're running a train on the Rams. Give me the three. Uh, over under forty eight. Touching that. Over. Okay. Uh, Chiefs, 2.5 over under at 54.5. Uh, Chiefs are losing. So I'll take the Bills money line. Okay. And over. And I waited to read off what the punishment is. The loser of this competition, if there's a tie, both people do it, or all three people. Yep. Or all four of us do it if, if the numbers <laughs> work out that way. You wax one nipple, one hariola on camera. What if you don't have hair on your nipples? <laughs> You find some place on your body with hair and you wax it. Me and Nate have all the same picks. Oh, he just picked like, he just picked four over-unders. I, I mean. had, but I was going to take, the, like, if we were going to, I would take the overs on all of them as well. So, all right, that's fine. You and me, Nate. I'll take an under in the Niner game. Niner game, If you, you wanted go. me to differentiate. Okay. Are you good? You good with the terms? Yes. Yeah, that's cool. I don't care. I'll wax something. We'll only use that Niners over-under on the off chance that all four of our teams win because we picked all Let's the teams. Let's wax our Oh God! Already done. Already take care of that situation. That is a clean area. That is. There's no wax strong enough. I'm no. sorry. <laughs> You'd be surprised, man. This is 2022. We have the technology. We're living in the future, and this yeah. is uh, where we tell you about Manscape. Type in <laughs> Manscape 69 to get 69 percent off your uh, your bundle with the lawnmower 4.0 and the crop reviver. You, you joke, but we were this close. We were. <laughs> we're so close. We were one Wayne Henry away from getting a Manscaped sponsorship, and that's still on the table. What's that, like a foot and a half away from getting a sponsorship? Yeah, it's like a nick and a half. Yeah, a nick and a half. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is that a new unit of measurement? What are we, what are we talking about? Yeah, here? that's definitely new unit of measurements come into um, Amer- the airwaves. Americans do whatever they have to do. Avoid the metric system. I love it. USA! 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 What sounds bigger, no matter what number of millimeters or one inch? inch one inch one inch right you can be like oh i'm i'm 12 millimeters and be like i don't know what that is but i'm at least two inches (laughs) sounds small small. (laughs) sounds small when you dominate multiple continents on this planet you can do whatever the you want when it comes to units of measurement back-to-back world war champs yep yep all the above all right this has gone off but any final thoughts before i wrap this up isn't it tomorrow over there for you dewey cox that's very close to tomorrow yes (laughs) <laughs> we're burning the midnight oil okay. over here for 58 west Cape. there we go there we go hey what do you think of that dude uh that dude mayor that the red sox picked up in the draft who's he what's he no i hate the red sox Who oh, you're not up? a red sox fan are you no Angels fan. oh never mind uh it's just dude uh like something mayor or whatever like that but the dude's a stud but i don't know i'll check it out yeah all right never mind well hopefully he's not he'll get traded to the dodgers that's the dodger farm system that's all i got for this i'm not gonna wrestle any more feathers I think I think everyone who is in the league and has been in the league are all friends and everyone loves each other. I don't think so. And uh, there's no talk of truces. David so. is, was in Colorado for three days and he is already a hippie. I know. Get out of here with that Hollywood liberal bullshit. <laughs> I think I'm definitely more Denver than I am Colorado Springs. That's for sure. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. One thing I will say, like if anybody is going through anything in the league, don't just assume that we know about it, like feel free to open up to us. Like we've had many a group chat, many a zoom session. Nate, you can attest to that. Yeah. I've cried. I've literally cried for six hours straight to like six of the dudes that are in this league and mine combined. Yeah. Like if you feel like you need to talk about stuff, talk through things, get some advice. Like life's not a vacuum. You have friends who've been through probably worse stuff or stuff similar to the situations you're going through. Like you feel free to open up to us. Like we're definitely here to help. Um, sure, we're going to talk some shit, but we're also here to be good friends. So there's that. We love Nate and Nate sucks. So exactly. I mean, there, you, there you have it. <laughs> you just crushed a Red Bull on his head. <laughs> In honor of Max first happened. Someone should do a wellness check on Nate or 8530. Yeah, he's way too fucking happy. <laughs> All right. A um, couple things, quick things, business things. Uh, Friday, first episode, 
Whiskey Flick Podcast drops everywhere you pick up your podcasts. It's hosted by me, co-hosting, along with main host Terrence Dunn. Super fan of this show, member of the Taco Corp Football League. You've heard him here. You've heard him there. You've heard him everywhere. But come listen to us, Whiskey Flick. We're talking about Die Hard is the first movie. Come listen to us talk about Die Hard. Great movie. Christmas movie. Nate, you can sound off after after we the podcast is listened to. We've done this enough here. Um, but listen to that. And then also, are you guys ready to drop copious amounts of money to go to Vegas to watch a bunch of emo bands and maybe only see half of them? Who's on board? Who's on board? How about when it gets canceled and they have the like no refund policy and stuff like that? A real big try fest in there. I'm not touching it with a 10-foot pole, but I want it to be real. I want it to be yeah, real. If- if any of the listeners to 58 West King podcast want to send uh, us a group of like six, seven, eight tickets or something like that, we'll go and check it out for you so that you don't have to feel down about exactly half the shows getting cut out or, you know, AIDS or anything like that. So we'll, we'll handle that for you. Just two ninety nine straight to the PayPal. We're good to go. Yep. And if, if you didn't think by the sound of Nate's voice, or if you know him uh, personally, that he was an emo band fan, he's wearing eyeliner mascara right now. Oh, that's what it is. Oh, I was trying to figure it that's out. Right. It was so subtle. Black yeah. uh, fingernail polish. Yeah, I saw that. I just thought he was, you know, going through some stuff. Nate, you got a podcast on plug? Oh, uh, yeah, I got a podcast. Talk of Court Fantasy Football League podcast. That's probably linked down in the show notes somewhere around there like that. But you can go check it that is. out. We just uh, we're about to release an episode with Josh Peterson, the guy who started out like 0-5, 0-6 in the season, made it all the way to the championship game episode we recorded a while back tony you edited it thank you uh we're gonna release that here next week and then we're gonna get my sacco punishment which has already been decided uh james has decided my sacco punishment i told him don't tell me let's save it for the pod and clint wants to do this massive pod with like everybody in the league on it uh try to get a time when maybe we can get multiple people so that we can just talk about that or talk shit or whatever like that so might use your guys' services for that later on to talk about the uh sacco punishment but i want to release it on the podcast first not it in the group or anything like that. I dig it. Yeah, understood. Respect. And I'm in. Uh, David, final thoughts. Uh, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. And uh, I look forward to Tennessee just absolutely blasting the Bengals and watching all of your shocked and saddened faces when uh, your picks are incorrect. I took the Titans too. I'm with you. I'm not talking to you. He's talking to me. Oh, he he was making eye contact with Nate and Matt on he that one. He was making eye contact <laughs> with me. Yeah, I get it. No, I mean, hey, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be. I'm not mad if the Titans win. Stink eye. I like Titans. I'm happy, you know. Lewis Hamilton for president. Oh, gosh. He's British. (laughs) They got those things over there. All right, guys. That does it for us. Please tune in next week as we preview the championship round. Hopefully, David is back on with us. We're currently negotiating with his agent, Scott Boris. Uh, He's a son of a bitch, though, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I'm I'm willing to add uh, a non-manual Marco to the mix if it'll help push David over the line into our our favor. So (laughs) Make it happen. I don't even know what we're talking about a right second now. Hand, a second hand Marco? <laughs> David, thank you for occupying Nate's corner for 20 minutes. Nate, thank you for joining us randomly. Add one more track. Add one more track. Second week presented by Taco Court Fantasy Football League Podcast. That is Bad Child. Uh, that is how I feel when I get blocked on Twitter. Bad Child by, uh, what is it? You and I, I think it is. I don't know who it we're, is. We're not playing that. Oh. My family always said I was stop. the bad Just child. stop singing. Nate, shut the f*** up. My family always said I was the bad child. Throwing me away into the bad bound. All my life been putting on a fake smile. Sitting on my own, feel like I'm exiled. Feeling like I always do the wrong things. Telling all their friends.
be clean now Like everything I do is just a letdown for being late i was taking a dump and it was one of those dumps where like every time you wipe there's still poop it's like 13th 14th wipe still poop what other kind of dumps are there like wiping a marker <laughs> every every poop is like that for you i've never heard of of other such poops what other kind of poops are there you might want to get that checked out david <laughs> just saying it's the roid rage but not the roid rage you're thinking of <laughs> being in your mid-30s good times we understand what that means <laughs> also my cat's meowing can you hear my cat I thought that was Matt's kid. No, <laughs> it's Eisenberg. I can hear him. Hold on, hold on. Let me um, let me boot him out. I'm just going to toss him out there. He might still meow. I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. We never had a cat on a podcast. It goes host, Heisenberg, guest, Matt. There you yeah, go. <laughs> I realized that Nate has a something corner, and I was like, oh, f- I, I didn't realize. No, that's perfect. It's a, it's Nate's conspiracy or Nate's questioning corner. All right. I just didn't want to take up the same corner. I mean, it's bad for business. I don't know if you've ever been on a corner and soliciting. No, and actually speak to that. Uh, you can say you're taking Nate's corner. I don't care. Yeah, um, <laughs> I've, I don't know if you've ever seen The Wire, but corners are a huge deal to um, <laughs> to those that sell crack rock cocaine. Corners are very important. So 